25 MLS. Um, we're just going to do a quick recap of week 24. Obviously, that started with Atlanta beating Club America 3-2 in the Campiones Cup. Um, and then, just a few days later, Portland made a statement at home and beat them 2-0, Alex. I know you really wanted to get into this game a little bit. Seems like it could have been a, a playoff. Possibly even, who, who knows, an, an MLS Cup preview. And one team showed up and the other did not. Yeah, Atlanta... Uh... Let's talk about Joseph Martinez. The guy cannot stop scoring every game. I don't know what is it, 11, 11 straight, straight games? 11 straight games for Joseph Martinez with a goal. After a, a kind of pedestrian beginning of the season, he's right back in the golden boot conversation. Absolutely. And now we were killing DeBoer, and apparently he listens to the show because now you're seeing Pete up front, Barco, Joseph Martinez with Dealing Gressel just behind. These guys are, and Justin Maron's playing very well. These guys are dangerous right now. They're scoring. They're having fun. They're playing attacking soccer. I remember last year, counterattacking. Atlanta is going to be a very difficult out, especially in a weekend, a weaker Eastern Conference. I think to the Western Conference. Yes. I think Atlanta right now is the best team in the Eastern Conference. And you know, barring some major injury or something that we don't see, I think they're going to go in MLS Cup as Eastern. Uh, they are in in very good form. Again, I do want to point out that I know how you you know the people. The collective you know how I feel about goals that are penalties counting towards goal records and Joseph Martinez let's be honest between him and pity uh, <laughs> a lot of hit in the deck in the box going on and hey who am I to judge 11 games straight with a goal including a win midweek against Club America and then taking it to Portland now as good as Atlanta looked Portland I don't think they're a force in the West anymore, Alex. Um, not in great form. What do you think about Portland moving forward? They, they've cooled off a little bit. Again, they still have all these home games coming up. Uh, with that home crowd, I will not count them out. Uh, had a difficult schedule. We've seen what they played in the last couple of weeks. Steve Clark and goal has been very good. Brian Fernandez, you know my thoughts on him. The guy, guy absolutely all out. He would have scored a goal if he was uh, deemed on sides during this past week, too. Um, I think that's worth pointing out. My question, my, my, the, the big question I have in Portland is the back line. To me, that is not championship quality. Uh, they're going to have to somehow store that up if they want to make any kind of run into the playoffs. That's, that's, the one, that's one question mark I do have with Portland. However, if, if, they, play, if they have any home playoff games, they, that is yeah. going to be a tough out for them. Someone to go into there. To, to Always play. a tough place to go into Portland and take a win. Um, it's also worth noting, it's rivalry week. And that means Portland gets to face Seattle. Seattle also played two games last week, just like Atlanta did. First one was a 3-0 win against RSL, who is undefeated, I believe, uh, up until that game, since Mike Petke was fired, suspended. Yeah, Seattle, again, uh, something's going on over there. They're not playing well lately. Their back line is abysmal lately, bleeding goals left and right. And let's talk about Royal, uh, Royal Salt Lake a little bit. Sam Johnson, Albert Rusnek, Corey Bear with some big goals. Corey Bear, the last year's rookie of the year. Uh, Demir Krylik, the DP, a uh, couple of great assists in this game. He played really, really well. Real State Lake seems like now they have like a new life. They're uh, playing attacking soccer. All of a sudden, they're very dangerous to climbing up the standings in the Western Conference. They are. They're one of many. I feel like this is the time of the season where there's that crunch. There's the really good, the really bad, and then everyone else is really, really close in the middle there. Um, Seattle did have uh, two games. They lost their first, and they tied their second. Galaxy 2, Seattle 2 in LA. I did want to point out a few things about this game. First of all, how bad Seattle looked. Um, there was a five-minute 
uh, five minutes in, red card on Steris of the Galaxy. Um, he grabbed the body of Raul Ruiz Diaz, bad positioning on the defense. He was the last man back, even though it was right around the midfield circle. Um, grabbed him, took him down, got a red card. Seattle's up for n almost 90 full minutes and draws 2-2 in Seattle's Latan, two goals, um, one header and one penalty. Seattle's now 1-2-2 two two in their last five, a bit of a cold streak um, up there in Washington, and they now sit fifth in the West, but they are within two points of second place. So between two and five, there's only a two-point difference, Alex. Yeah, again, when we just talked about Seattle, Rui Diaz did score in this game, but uh, they're having some issues in the back. They're going to have to straighten that, especially you know, if they want any home playoff games. The Seattle at home is a totally different animal than on the road. This, this is a weird game. Uh, Seattle has 61% possession. Uh, Zlatan with two, you know, one great goal. Uh, that goal. header was magnificent. Oh, Zlatan is just, I mean, if he's playing LA Galaxy or a threat, a, a legit with a great cross on the header of Zlatan. There was another penalty kick that Zlatan put in. He, uh, he was tripped by the the, uh, the Asian player. Which, uh, to be fair, he he got fouled in the box, absolutely. He also flopped like he got shot dead. Um, <laughs> you know, great scores know how to go down. If you lay a pinky on him, they know how to go down. They know how to throw penalties. Joseph Martinez, Atlanta, and P.P. Uh, uh, Martinez and Barco are great examples around Atlanta. These guys know, breathe on them, they'll go down. Yeah. I mean, you guys, these guys know they're looking for a penalty when they're in the box. You almost can't touch these guys. This was not a, a Neymar incident, but he, he, he got dragged down by someone a foot and 75 pounds lighter. VAR, VAR can overturn these, you know, it's got to be the site, you know, it's got to be yeah. clear and obvious. That's why we have VAR now to avoid some of these situations. I can see how some may not see this as penalty, but there's contact. He goes down, penalty call, and there's a lot of time 99 of 100 is going to put in the back net. Absolutely, especially uh, to tie the yeah, game. What? Galaxy 2, Seattle 2, in the game that Seattle had every advantage in the world, except home field advantage and except the Zlatan advantage. Yeah, I want to add one more thing. This One thing that I find very alarming, if you saw the second goal in this game, was an own goal. To me, LA Galaxy, if they're going to go anywhere, their goalie situation is scary. David Bingham, to me, is not a championship MLS type goal. This guy gives him way too many rebounds. He looks a little unsure, out of position. I mean, if you watch the highlight, this is this is folly. He comes out 30-something yeah. yards, deflects off the defender, and it bounces 20 yards into the goal. Not a good look. If LA Galaxy are going to go anywhere anywhere in the playoffs, uh, their back line, we all know, was a problem, but their goalie situation. David Binghamton, I, I scratched my head with him. I, I've never been a big fan of his, even when he was in San Jose. I know he got a U.S. ball up a few years ago, but this guy, if, ever, he, if he can't catch the ball on crosses, he drops it, shots on him, it bounces off his chest, left, right. Uh, that's a problem over there in L.A. Guys. That, have to that's not going to work. That's going to work when you play bad teams. That's not going to work when you play Atlanta. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, David Bingham, I mean, to me, I'm calling you out, man. You got to get better. You, you, that was poor. Binghamton, get better. Get it. Poor. I mean, it's all the way to that. If your goalie's poor, you're not going to win any game. That's fair. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, last game that I really wanted to touch on, I know you might have one or two extra. Last one I want to talk on uh, is Chicago beating the Philadelphia Union 2-1 to in Chicago. Not something that we predicted. Uh, Nicholas Gaetan was red carded uh, right before halftime in the 45th plus minute, but Chicago was already up two goals Um by Nemanja Nikolic, who's finally getting hot. One was a penalty, the other one was from the run of play. He now has five goals in the last four games. 
to go with the six goals he scored in the previous 19 matches. So he's definitely getting hot there. Chicago held on to win 2-0 and is now 3-1-1 their last five and only one point, Alex, away from playoff consideration. This is a team that we wrote off. Is that fair to say? I, we did. I always liked their offense, but, you know, they can't see their back line and, you know, riding on Scheinsteiger in the back, and that's, that's a problem. But they're, they're, CJ Sapong has gotten really cold all of a sudden, but now all of a sudden Nikolic is stepping up, and they're winning some games. Now in the East, you go from two to two to nine, it's separated by eight points, seven points, something like that. Yeah, yeah I wrote it down. It's, uh, there are five teams within three points. Revolution have 35, Montreal, Orlando, and Toronto are all tied at 34, and Chicago has 33. And this reminds me a lot so, of like NFL wildcard going down to yeah. the last day. I think the same thing's going to happen in MLS. We're not going to know who's really getting in, who's playing each other until after the last game. Every point now matters, and every game matters. That's why right now, if you're an MLS fan, it's a great time of year to be watching MLS. These teams are going to be going at it because 14 teams make the playoffs, seven each conference. If you're not Cincinnati and if you're not Columbus and you're not Vancouver, you're basically in it. So these teams are all going to be trying, going at each other. There's going to be great stuff going on the next week. The playoffs this year, if you haven't been paying attention, is going to what I call the uh, the Red Bull rule, where uh, <laughs> if you have home field advantage, it's a one-game playoff, um, something that would have helped, I think, Red Bull in their run the last couple of years. They're really great at losing or tying away then coming home and being down two goals already, you know? Would have really helped them if they can just go all out in that first round. And it looks like they won't have a chance to get that home field advantage this year. But whoever does, one round playoffs, you'll get two home games, three home games in a row in elimination games before MLS Cup. Alex, how does that change how important these seeds are? Uh, they're very important. And right now you can see LAFC is running away with it. So to win MLS Cup, someone is going to have to go to LAFC, take over California Stadium, and beat LAFC. All they have to do is just stay. They're going to be at home throughout the whole playoff, including they keep winning, including the championship. And the championship goes through LAFC. Someone is going to have to go into that game and beat them to win the MLS Cup. A lot rides on these rivalries, and it's kind of a rivalry week for us. Not every team is playing their rivals, but many are, and it includes three Sunday games. Alex, this is one of our last weeks, because NFL is two weeks away, of being able to watch these Sunday games and really bask in the Fox sports coverage, that has been exceptional all year long. I'll just say that. Um, we started this year with those uh, friendlies that we were watching on Yahoo Sports. Do you remember that disaster, Alex? Mm. Now we have the, the glory of ESPN Plus um, has done a fantastic job with MLS this season. And uh, the Fox Sports for the primetime games has just been silky smooth. I use my Apple TV and stream it. It's been really, really good to watch, Alex. Well, absolutely, ESPN Plus. One of the greatest inventions ever, and I just hope MLS just stays on as long as they can. They are, and they're they're actually merging ESPN with Disney, and the Disney Now app is going to have all the Disney movies and Disney Channel shows, and it's going to be included with all of the ESPN content. So um, that'll be a, you know a, a large. We'll talk about that another time. Um, a little merger going on there, but yeah, I think um, MLS has no plans on leaving ESPN Plus anytime soon. Also, watch all. The UFC fights with me every Saturday night. Have a little sports book open. I love watching the intros, watching how pumped the guys are coming in, and then betting on them based on who's more excited to be there. And I have done really, really well, well this season, Alex. Excellent. I mean, ESPN is the, the leader. That's why they're known the leader of sports. I mean, it's an excellent app. If you don't have it out there, I don't know what you're waiting for. Games are a little harder to predict in Week 25 because of all the rivalry matches. But me and Alex are going to do our best job. One 
thing I will say, you guys know I love playing parlays, putting little one or two team bets together. Do not do that on Rivalry Week. These games are highly volatile. Um, it, they're going to be a really good team against a really bad team. If they're rivals and they have each other's number, just like division games in NFL, man, it gets really tough really quickly. So with caution, but with hopeful optimism, we have some games to avoid, Alex. My first one, NYCFC hosting Columbus Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Midweek MLS games suck, Alex. Is it, That's pretty fair to say. It's it could be a rough watch. They've been uh, they've been pretty bad. Now now you're playing two games in four days, and you need a playoff seating. Uh, you know, we could talk about Wayne Rudy leaving MLS. And the travel kills it, but let's let's be honest. I mean, he cannot handle flying commercial from Vancouver to DC and playing a game three days later. I mean, it's, like, a lot of guys from South America do not realize the travel problems you have in MLS. That's, that's fair, week. and we all know Wayne Rooney still hasn't figured Uber out yet. Um, I need to see his <laughs> mug shot one more time on a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. I, this week could criticize MLS. I mean, you could just see Wayne Rooney flying commercial Vancouver from Vancouver two o'clock in the morning. Jet blue. Wayne Rooney fitting his big head on a Southwest airplane. In that fat dome on a Southwest. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Okay, my game to avoid. Rivalry week, midweek game. It's in NYCFC. Um, Yankee Stadium is one of the hardest places to play soccer, not necessarily only because the team has a great home field advantage, just because it's a really bad field, really rough place to play. Um, Columbus has the task of going in Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And not that I don't think NYCFC is going to beat them handily. There might even be a lot of goals. It's just not going to be worth watching. I'm not going to waste my Wednesday night on NYCFC against Columbus, Alex. Not, not, this is not a rivalry game. Uh, I agree with you. This is not a game to watch. I expect NYC to win this game easily. I know they got a tough injury with James Sands going out with a broken collarbone. He's been playing really well with them. The thing was, they're only 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a big loss for them. You know, the one question I have is the back line of NYCFC. I know they can score. I mean, that's, that's easily to say. Uh, but this game with Columbus, yeah, we, you know, Jesse Zardes. Uh, no way. Not, uh, not a rivalry game. I call this one like the leftover game. They just had, they, both of them played this weekend. They just had to squeeze an extra match in. Um, I will be avoiding that game. Alex, do you have a game to avoid? Yeah, uh, San Jose at home on over the weekend against Vancouver. Vancouver has nothing to play for. I know San Jose is playing a couple days early against LAFC. This is a game that really, I mean, you know, I'll look at the score, but I'm not going to really put this on the television. Good stuff. Um, Game to watch. We talked about games to avoid. I'm going to take the obvious one. Sunday night, LA Galaxy hosts LAFC. We got that out of the way. <laughs> that is yeah, the game of the week. That's as good as it can get. I know it's rivalry weekend. You could pick a whole bunch of games here. There's two that stand out to me right off the bat. Philadelphia home against DC uh, for supremacy in the East. You know, Atlanta playing hot. You want to try to get that second seed yeah. to be home as much as possible. For sure. This is a big game for both of them. And also the, the, the New York Derby, uh, Red Bulls at NYCFC this weekend. Rebels have it once since they spanked them seven nothing there a few years ago. Uh, this this is a huge game for seeding in the Eastern Conference. That's that's two games I definitely definitely. When I look at that game, I just think, please, just no one get hurt on that awful field. Okay, we uh, have to move on now. Next is lock of the week, and you kind of already touched on this. My lock of the week is San Jose beating Vancouver in San Jose. Vancouver nothing to play for. San Jose has cooled down a little bit from their hot uh, July run. But I'm still taking them handily in this game as my lock of the week. Alex, your lock. Yeah, I'm taking. We just talked about New York City on uh, tomorrow night or was it Thursday, Wednesday night? Yeah, against Columbus. Columbus is not going into New York City in that game. And finally, our upset pick of the week on Rivalry Week. Upset picks are a little easier. 
just because any team can win like we look at a lot of these games even if we think we're going to predict the winner any game can win on any given night i look towards two games that two teams that did not play well last week and that is seattle against portland in portland i'm taking seattle to win this game they're very explosive raul Rui diaz has been looking very good i think they have them beat in speed it's gonna be a tough fought game but that is gonna be my upset pick of the week alex your upset pick of the week i can't believe i'm doing this but i'm gonna do it anyway i've been down on the red bulls all year they haven't played 90 minutes <laughs> say, say it ain't so alex i had i had no idea uh, chris Armis, some of the decisions at the post game this post game comments i mean Seems a little out of touch. Seems a little out of touch. Hey, what? All of a sudden, Reese Buckmaster is the greatest right back in the history of MLS, according to this guy. Uh, DC coming from Vancouver, and the comments of Rooney ticked off. He's been struggling. Every time you you think the Red Bulls are going to fold, somehow they get results. I'm going to take the Rebels on the road. Taking it. Good stuff. Hot take. Red Bull beating NYCFC. Something that hasn't been done in a long time, but hey, it's rivalry week, and you know what? Anything can happen, including me not being able to pronounce rivalry week four times in a row. Now, Alex, are you ready to do a uh, lightning round, Alex Picks? Sure. Let's go. Let's give it a shot. Little Viking horn to get you uh, get you up and ready. NYCFC Absolutely. is going to beat Columbus tomorrow night, correct? Yes, by two goals, 2 nothing. DC hosts New York Red Bull. Red Bull 2-1. I see this DC trip for Red Bull and then the NYCFC trip for Red Bull, and I, I just... How bad are both of those fields? I, I, that's, you know, Red Bull, this is the scary thing about this. Red Bull can get out of this with six points or zero. I mean, we don't know. And there's really, there's no way, you don't know, like, what's going to happen. This is a scary, scary uh, four, day, four days for the Rebels. We're going to know a lot about the Rebels after this weekend. We're going to know, know a lot about the future of uh, the GM after this weekend, yes. And the coach. And the coach, Armistice. Fair enough. LAFC hosts San Jose. This is a big game. Uh, I know LSC's beat them twice already. There's some comments, Bradley and Almeida back and forth about coaching styles that rubbed Almeida the wrong way. Still taking LSC at home 2-1. Absolutely. That is tomorrow at 10.30. Thursday, Sporting KC hosts Minnesota United. KC's playing better, but uh, I like Minnesota. They've been on them all year. I'm taking Minnesota on the road 2-1. All right. I think I would have leaned that way myself. Although Sporting KC has looked a little better recently. Moving forward, Friday, there are two games. First one is Orlando City hosting Atlanta United, which is going to be a bloodbath. Alex, what is the score going to be? Uh, Orlando does not like Atlanta. This is kind of a rivalry game, but one of the newer rivalries, MLS. Well, they both uh, came in the league at the same time, and there was quite a bit of... Uh, US Open Cup. I mean, we just had the U.S. Open Cup when Atlanta knocked them out, and uh, the way Atlanta's playing right now, if they're going to win in Portland, they're definitely going to win in Orlando. So I'm taking Atlanta 2-1. to one. My upset pick of the week was Seattle in Portland on Friday night. However, it's time for you to make your own pick. Portland is hosting Seattle Sounders Friday at 10 p.m. I've used this line with you, Bob, before. I respect your opinion, but you're wrong on this. I'm going to take Portland 3-1 to one in this game. Wow, that's a pretty pretty uh, healthy scoreline there. Okay. That, that's why I, if it was... I, if it was back line, they're bleeding goals and going into Portland. That's that. The recipe for disaster. If it wasn't bold, it wouldn't be my upset pick of the week. We will revisit that next week. Um, Saturday, NYCFC host Red Bull. You already said Red Bull's going to win. Do you have a scoreline for it? Oh, I picked Red Bull to win in D.C., but Red Bull are not going to win in New York City. Uh, they haven't won since they beat them the, the seven up game two years ago, and it's not going to happen this weekend. NYCFC is going to expose Reese Buckmaster and win this game 3 1. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, New England hosts Chicago. This is a tough call. New England, the way they've been playing, what, 11 out of 12, they've gotten results. Chicago's playing well, but going into New England on the turf, I'm going to take New England 2-1. to one. Good stuff. Uh, going from one turf stadium to another, Toronto hosts Montreal Impact, two teams from the Great White North that don't like each other very much. And they're battling for one of the last playoff spots. I'm going to go 2-2 in this game. All right. Rivalry 2-2, Toronto against Montreal. Moving forward, Philadelphia is hosting D.C. United. Talking about D.C., um, I don't like what I'm seeing. Transfers, Rooney leaving. I know they got uh, Kamara back from China, but Philadelphia home. Uh, I'm going to take Philadelphia in this game, 2-0. RSL hosts Colorado. RSL is playing really well since Pecky's gone. I know Colorado's uh, improved since the beginning of the year. This is a big rivalry game, but yes, RSL at home. All right, moving on. San Jose hosts Vancouver. Uh, I like San Jose at home. This game three to one. Me too. Very nice. And Sunday we got three games all on Fox Soccer. Uh, all kind of rivalry. The first one is uh, Cincinnati hosting Columbus, and I guess the second installment of the Hell Is Real derby. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go two two in this game. Uh, both teams, you know, are really bad. Not to make the playoffs, but they don't like each other. I don't know if you saw Cincinnati's offering thirty percent off any of their shirts if you bring in a Columbus Crew jersey. You traded it, they give you thirty percent off at any Cincinnati product. I mean, that is just they want it. they want the bandwagoners. They... Throwing zingers at Columbus, like calling them brats and stuff. This is this is going to be a great rivalry in the league going forward. So, but I'm going to go too soon this game. Great rivalry in the league once they figure out how to play the sport. Um, <laughs> that's all that's holding them back, Alex. Now, moving on to uh, down to Texas. FC Dallas is hosting Houston Dynamo. This could be a tough game. Alex, who are you thinking here? Uh, Dallas at home has only lost once, I do believe, all year. Yes. Maybe twice. Once. Yeah, they're, they're home in this game. I know Houston, new coach. Cabrera is out. Things are changing over there. They had a weird game last week. Uh, it was a 2-2 with Columbus. I mean, with Colorado. They're not going into Dallas to win this game. Dallas is going to win. The youngsters are going to pull out 2 nothing. All right, and the final game. What a way to finish an MLS week, Alex, with LAFC against LA Galaxy. They're West Coast, so they're always the 10 o'clock game. Sunday, the last game of the week. You got That's to tune in. You got to watch this game. This, this is the best game on the, on, the, on the docket, I think. Last time it was in, uh, I took LAFC to win in Galaxy. Now Zlatan showed up with... Wow. I mean, he put on a performance. But now we're going into LAFC. I'm going to take 3-2 LAFC over LA Galaxy in one of the games of the year. All right. So that's kind of what we, we thought was going to happen there. All they have to do now is watch. All they have to do now is watch. If you guys aren't following us, you can find us on uh, YouTube, channels IED Sports. You can find us at IEDsports.com. We, we revamped part of the website uh, this week. And I've been doing a lot of work on there to get everything up and running for the NFL season. I'm releasing my own cheat sheet this year with my own top. I wanted to make it top 200 or top 150, but it's looking like I'm just going to have like top 273. Like it's going to be a random number, all the players that I rank. And they are not, Alex, in ranking order. They're in the actual order I would draft them. So, so when people say, oh, this player, we're going to put him here, but we wouldn't really draft him there. No, this is... You can take this into your draft and just check the boxes off. I'm working on my top 200. Um, so, Bob, let me, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, let's say we're in the same fantasy and you're releasing, you're releasing the players you're going to draft in a row. I am. Is this, is this, is you, are you telling the public and other people in the league this is what you're doing? I, I am. 
I am. I am. I'm releasing my actual cheat sheet for everyone. You could use it. Just thank me with with your subscribes. And yeah, I already said when we, when we said this on the NFL channel many times. This is going to be my hardest season of fantasy football, and it's because I'm giving you all the information, everything I've been saying all year long, all off season long. I am sticking to it. I'm not lying to the camera like your Jeff Manns would be doing on Sirius Satellite Radio. Um, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you exactly what I'm going to do. And that's it. We could talk draft strategy, but I, I'm, I'm putting it out there. If you take my cheat sheet in the listener room. I'll be more than happy to take advantage of the situation. I want to thank you very much for releasing that. <laughs> now, Sir Alex is in our listener league, and I will be using my own draft rankings in our listener league. So he may actually be... Uh... Oh, I can't wait to trade up to get a guy just before you're going to take... That is going to be... That is going to be gold. I love it now. I follow... Well, we could talk about that on our draft strategy show on the NFL channel. But yeah, for the first seven or eight rounds, I, I basically make my own ranking, which has nothing to do with... Uh, ADP or anything like that. Obviously, I do take that into account when I'm putting the rankings down, but these are my own rankings for the first seven or eight rounds, and then eh, maybe less, six rounds, I stick just straight off the board, and then I start, you know, taking for positional scarcity, filling out my roster, doing my needs. So, I don't quite go off the sheet the whole time. Obviously, you need you need a quarterback, you need a defense. At some point, unfortunately, you need a kicker, but yeah, you have all the advantage in the world, Alex. I want to thank you very much, Bob, for that information. And by the way, while we're still, we're still talking soccer, I want to congratulate MLS for introducing St. Louis to the newest MLS, yes. newest MLS franchise announced today. That is a great soccer town. A lot of talent has come out of there over the years. Uh, I think they're going to be a success in the league. And I also want to throw the thumbs down to Miami. David Beck was trying to build a stadium on, on like, toxic and, 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 on and a toxic landfill. I mean, uh, what is happening, Miami? David Beckham, do some research before you. Come on, man. You you look like a smart guy, really. I mean, now now who knows? They might be playing at like Florida International University. The Fort, year Fort Lauderdale FC. I mean, I mean, what that is that is not a good look for the league. That is not a good look for it's in Miami. I know they announced that I think Cavani's coming over from PSG. If that's true, that's a great sign. But he is you, not going to want to play. You on can't put him on. Yeah, he is not going to. You're not going to get players from South America, Europe, wanting to come to something like that. And they're not going to want to come to play on the turf of Florida International University. I could tell you that right now. Absolutely, absolutely true. Anything else we got to cover, Alex? I think we got it all. This is a great week of soccer. I mean, if you're not into MLS, you want to start watching, this is the week. This is the week. Bob O'Reek, you're going to see heated plays, red cards, yellow cards, spectacular goals, VAR. I mean, it's drama. I mean, this is the week to watch soccer. The whole trifecta. Guys. ID Sports.